You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hi, everyone. We're back with 51st Dates. And today I have a new guest. And I'm super excited because she reached out about being on the podcast. And I usually don't go with like people who reach out to me. I'm like, oh, let me just think about this. But when I saw your story, I was like, girlfriend, you are in. We got to do this. Um, So we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit about who she is and what she does and how we connected. And so let's start off with your name. MK. Yeah, Mary Catherine, but okay. most people just call me MK. Okay. It's a lot easier. <laughs> and so you are how old, what do you do, and where are you from? I'm 30. I work in policy. Okay. Um, I'm from Houston. I'm from, like, the west side of Houston. Um, I went to school in Indiana, and then I came back after. Okay. So you have a college degree? I do, yes. Okay. I, I have um, I, I have two. Okay. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Both bachelors, or you have, like, a master's? No, I have, I have a master's. And so, are they in political science? No, you're they're in policy? not. <laughs> you, you would think, but no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, college degree, 30 years old. Have you been married before? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Never married. No. Currently single. As far as I know, nobody and, seems to be claiming me. <laughs> <laughs> and then how many kids do you have? No kids. Um, I have a fish. You have a fish? I have oh, a how fish. cute. Yeah. What's your fish's name? Um, so, my first fish's name was Gatsby, and, and he... He was a quarantine pet, and um, he passed away. And then Aww. now my new one's name is Atticus from uh, How to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, I love thanks. that. And so um, no kids, never married, pet fish. That's I do have a pet fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're from Houston, originally from Houston. I am. Um, okay, so the way we connected was through Instagram. Yeah. And so how did you find my page? I don't actually know. You just, like... <laughs> I suggested. was just follow- yeah, like I just followed you, I guess, a while ago, and I started listening, and I was like, oh, this is actually really funny. Yeah. And I really liked it, and then, um, I don't know, I just felt like I could bring some humor. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, then you told me about your TikTok, and I was like, let me yeah. see this TikTok. <laughs> and I went through it, and I was like, wow. So tell us a little bit about your TikTok. Okay, um, yeah, so... Um, I'm huge on TikTok. I love it, by the yeah, way. Yeah. So. Oh, it's like an addictive yes. form of therapy. It is. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I finally have gotten my algorithm to where, like, I don't see anyone dancing, which is <laughs> ideal. Um, I've somehow, except I have somehow stumbled into stripper TikTok. Oh, wow. Which is really interesting. Very. I encourage everyone to do that. <laughs> um, no, so I have kind of always um, enjoyed making fun of men when they're mean to me <laughs> when they're mean to you yes yes, yes. no like Not I'm in general <laughs> very respectful like right. if you respect me I'm gonna be very right. respectful to you but just misogynistic horny men are very easy to make fun of so I've kind of always done it and then um I've always shared it with like my friends and like people like that and they've always thought it was funny and mm-hmm. I think it's funny and then TikTok came around during quarantine. Of course, I downloaded it like everyone else. Right. And I don't have the confidence to really put myself out there. But right. I was like, okay, well, I'll just put this text conversation. And I did. And then I woke up one day and I had 30,000 views. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't look through the comments. Did yeah. people, like, comment good or bad? or? So I would say my comments were 99% women who okay. were very supportive. Okay. 
and then several like weird men who were very angry. You heard their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, you're a bitch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm the bitch here. Right. Like, this is... This and is... the gist of your TikTok is he basically tried to break up with you within well, no, a week. It was... <laughs> like, it was so stupid. So we went on a date, and it wasn't a bad date, but it also wasn't a great date. Right. And so, like, I was kind of walking away from it, and I was like, okay, if you text me again... I'll definitely go on another date because I believe I'm going on, like, two or three dates. Right. Um, but if he doesn't text me again, I'm not going to reach out either. Right, like, right, right. it wasn't worth it. But then he, like, walked me in a car and then he started, like, kissing me. And obviously I was like, okay. like <laughs> Right. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and, um, I mean, we just kissed. Like, it wasn't a serious makeout session by any means. It was just, like, a couple minutes maybe. And he was 6'5", and I'm only, like, 5'3". So, clearly, he was kind of, like, in control of the situation. Right. And then it ended, and I didn't hear from him. And so, I kind of wrote it off mm-hmm, and didn't mm-hmm. really even think about it. And then, exactly a week later, at 1030 at night, I was watching Harry Potter. and I, get this, I love how you know exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, it was the most bizarre thing. And I get this text, and he was like... Um, Hey, I don't think we're gonna work out. And I was like, no, like that, I got that. Like <laughs> that was clear, and I haven't heard from you in a right. week. Um, but thank you. I think I said like thanks for the clarification. And then he proceeded to try and say that it was because it was easy, and that he could tell he could sleep with me just by a kiss. Which like I was so impressed. That's crazy. Yeah, because. You know, I mean, I know I'm, like, a good kisser, but I just didn't think I was now that good. Now you know. Good. It's confirmed yeah. that you are really I'm good. Just fantastic. <laughs> um, but it was just really uncomfortable because I was, like, are you... Because he didn't flat out say that I was easy. Right. He tried to, like... I don't, he just tried to make it seem as if it was... He was trying to be shady about it. And I just really don't appreciate when... If men are going to call us sluts, like, they need to... I want them to say it. I want them to actually say it and have to be up front. You're already already insinuating it. Exactly. Don't insinuate if you're not going to back it up. Right. So, I just started asking him questions to try and get him to, like, say what I think he was trying to say. And he just kept going on about how he doesn't want to date someone who's been around the block and, like, all this stuff. And I was just like... Okay, well, now I'm going to make fun of you. Right. And this is my favorite, this is my hobby, is just <laughs> picking on misogynistic men and insulting them without them even realizing it. It's hilarious. So I called him a Puritan time, or a, yeah, I think I called him a Puritan time traveler dressed in modern day clothing, mm-hmm. which he didn't get. Um <laughs> And he just kept telling me I wasn't funny. I know. I yeah. saw that. I was like, but this is hilarious. And I was also like, who are you saying I'm not funny to? Like, there's no one else in this text conversation. Right, right. Um, he just was, like, really upset about it. And um, then I, like, asked him if uh, if he had wooden teeth. Um, I asked him if Hamilton was real. If he'd ever, um, I think, been in, like, a stockade. If he had any wig powder. And he just... Was really, really upset about it. Yeah, you had him reeling. Oh, yeah. He was just like, I don't get... Oh, I asked him if he knew what happened at Roanoke. And he was like, what's Roanoke? And that's when I was like, okay, we're not. Like, (laughs) we're not on the same level, sir. That is... Okay, so after all of that, do you categorize that as your worst date? No. Okay. That was like a good date. Oh, wow. 
That was like not a bad experience. Wow, that's funny. Okay, yeah. so usually we start off with best or worst date. So okay. if that was not your worst date, <laughs> what has been your worst date? Um, do you mean like worst funny or worst like where I walked away and Which, I was like, oof. Whichever you want to share. Um, funny is probably better. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Oh god, I've been on a lot of dates. Um, I'd say my funniest like bad date. Um. Uh, sorry. No, you're fine. Should have come more prepared. <laughs> I'm just going. We'll, we'll my think mind. about it. We'll think okay, about it. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so for me, um, when I go out on dates sure. or when I meet people, I usually don't post about it. No. Like people will tell me, I didn't even know you were talking to someone for that long. I'm like, yeah, yeah I was. So for you, I mean, you you've been on a lot of dates. Do mm-hmm. you usually post about no. your dates? I actually don't believe in talking about relationships. Um. In Online. general? Yeah. No, anywhere. Like, right. My friends have joked that, like, they're not going to know I'm, like, serious with someone until they get invited to a wedding. Right. And they're not wrong. Yeah. And, like, my brothers make the same statement. And, I mean, I just think... So, for a long time, I posted consistently about relationships and would always post about them. But a lot of those posts I looked back at, and I was really unhappy mm. when I posted them. Like, I was very, very sad, and I wasn't happy in the relationship, but I felt the need to, like, post that we were having fun. And a lot of them, I was, like, the time I was posting them, I was in a closet crying. Like, wow. I wasn't yeah. happy. Yeah. But, like, if you looked at my Instagram, it looked like we were in the perfect couple, that like we were a great relationship, and, yeah. you know, we weren't, so... After that, I just kind of actually took a whole break from social media, and when I got back, I just realized I'm not going to... That's just something I'm not going to share. Right. You're just not going to do that to yourself. No. Because, yeah, there isn't a perfect relationship, right? Absolutely. It's that whole social media myth of, like, what you see online is real. It's really not. It's never. Mm -mm. I mean, I've never... I mean, of course, there are situations where I post things and I am genuinely happy and I want to share, but... I just also feel like the second you start opening your relationship up to social media, you open it up to judgment, and then you start feeling just different things. Because, like, what if your picture doesn't get enough likes? Or, you know, so-and-so didn't tag me in his picture, so that means we're not official. And it's just better to exclude social media from the entire relationship context. Yeah, it's something that I've learned. So I'm a newly divorced uh, person. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Um, It's only been about two years, a little over two years. Um, And so for me, even when I was married, uh, my ex-husband used to tell me, he's like, they're going to think you're a single parent. Well, first of all, the first thing was he hated being on social media and in pictures. Which is fair. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, And so since then, I've learned to not post about my relationships or my, you know, dating life or whatever. I do, however, post like the funny stuff or, you know, if a guy's being an ass, I'll screenshot and you are going somewhere. Snapchat, Instagram, somewhere. Um, and so, yeah, I do that a lot. Guys will approach me on my DMs and Instagram, and their first line is, please don't post me on your Instagram, because <laughs> they already know. Um, well, good. They should be on alert. Yeah, definitely. Every man should be acting like they're about to be posted on Instagram. Exactly. Like, screenshots will be taken. Exactly. I'm sorry, but they are. Men are bold on text. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. And then you post it, and it's like, oh, I can't believe you posted They're so it. shocked. It's like... Please don't. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I do that. But, yeah, I definitely agree with, like, the whole, you know, keeping your relationships private. I go on dates, and sometimes I'll post about them. Definitely. I'll never, like, post the guy... Like, maybe not their face, but if we're out having drinks sure. or something. The other thing is, like, I have this thing where if, like, a guy is... I know it's going to become, like, a friendship. I don't mind posting him. 
So that's another. That's a totally different. Yeah. 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 So it goes kind of in categories. But yeah, definitely makes sense. I usually try not to even let people follow me. Oh, okay. On anything. Oh, really? Like guys from like the yeah. Day. So I so I have these like categories where if like you're maybe interesting and I want to oh we not all have the categories yeah I'll follow you on Instagram right sure um but my Instagram and my personal page is uh, I have a big following so it just it it'll blend in and I will forget where I started following them from absolutely um so it works out but sometimes I do it just depends on the situation yeah no yeah. I am. Um, I don't know. I just had some weird experiences with letting guys follow me. Yeah. To where, like, I'd forget that they followed me, and then six months later, I'll get, like, a dick pic, and I'm like, wow. No. No, thank you. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> the worst is when they're, like, black and white. Oh, uh-huh. I'm so confused on why they thought to filter it. <laughs> I just don't. That's, I don't think I've ever gotten a black and white one. Wait, just wait. <laughs> it's coming. It'll come after this podcast. Yeah. I don't wish it upon you, but it's weird. So, um, have you been in serious relationships? Yes. And how long have those lasted? Um, so my most serious one was eight years. Okay. Wow. So it was pretty, yeah. He's a great guy. Nothing bad to say. We just started dating when we were 18 and then, um, shockingly you change from 18 to 26. Um, and so we turned into different people and, um, you know, we're still friends and I still talk to him pretty regularly and I think the world of him, but that's nice. he's not who I'm supposed to be with. That's so. nice. So when from, for you now at, you know, you're 30, uh-huh. when has it become from just dating to a committed relationship for you? Um, like what, are, what are those indications? We were talking about sure. it because it was like, do you assume, is there something that happens? Cause I'm 39. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know if I'm expecting someone to be like, can you want to be my girlfriend kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So like for you, how does that look like? Um, so I think it depends on the guy. I'm definitely more of the mindset I'm dating for a relationship. I'm not just as much dating for fun, but I also don't mind going on fun dates. Right, right. Like, if I've got nothing going on on a Friday and someone asks me out, right. even if I don't necessarily see super future, I'm not going to say no. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, you still want to have fun. You yeah, still want to have a life. Exactly. Definitely. I will definitely go on a date with you. Um, I guess in terms of when the switch happens, uh, just when I get to know them better, I guess. Um, you know, I know that... I guess I've been dating long enough now. I can definitely tell on certain people's profiles, like, what some no-goes are going to be. Right. And when I can tell, like, okay, we're not going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just generally won't swipe on them. Yeah. And yeah. it's that initial kind of uh, vibe, right? Like, you you get that feeling even from a dating profile. Absolutely. Yeah. You I always talk about lot. that. My thing is always, if they don't have even a bio, I... Yeah. I'm, I'm not looking for like a novel but at least right. put some effort. some details absolutely definitely. or like just have one picture of like the super up close just their face yes. i'm like this is weird this is you suspicious have a timer <laughs> at the very least like go take a picture i don't right. know <laughs> In the, i mean bathroom mirror like something where yes. you can see yourself funny um and so have you had guys like at this age be like hey do you want to be my girlfriend like has that happened to you yeah absolutely like i mean i've dated i mean obviously the eight year one was my longest right as it probably should be but I've had lots of relationships since then and I've definitely had the conversation of like are we dating right like what is this yeah and I I'm more of the um aggressor I guess in that regard okay I don't I don't know I just I don't have a I have a low tolerance for bullshit right so like if I'm serious about you you have to be serious about me and um 
I mean, I'm into the casual dating when you first are dating, but after probably about a month to two months, I'm like, we either, what is this? Yeah, like we yeah. need to start putting limitations, right? Because it's also not fair for me. Like the way I try to date multiple men, because for a long time I would only try and like as soon as I started dating one guy, I would get off the apps. That's all my focus. And then when it didn't work out, like two weeks later, I'd be super bummed, and that wasn't fun. Right. So then I took the mentality like okay, I'm going to keep talking to people. I'm going to get multiple dates a week. And that's been a lot better. But at the same time, like, if I feel really hard pull towards someone, it's not fair to the other guys. Right. Because chances are they're looking for a real relationship. But if my heart's not in it, it's not fair to them. Right. And I shouldn't be leading them on either. So it's disrespectful. And I just need clarification. And right. I just need respect. And that's what I always it comes down to. talk about being open. Right? Absolutely. Like, just being and, – and setting those kind of um, – disclosures at the beginning right like hey look I'm open to a relationship but I am seeing other people you know like because just like you I've had that same I think we all have right that same situation of like I met someone it's been a week and it's like oh now it's gone now what do I do kind of thing so definitely there is um a relationship expert that I found on TikTok um her name is Shay the love diva I always forget her name but she, that's her mentality. That's what she, she's a, a coach, a relationship coach. Okay. And that's what she preaches to the girls, right? Or to the women is to date at least three guys at a time. Oh, I believe it. And so what you're I saying is totally valid. Absolutely. So yeah, definitely. And I don't think, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Right, right. And you know, I mean, I always say you can never get in trouble for being too honest. Right. And as long as you tell everyone, if someone asks you what's going on and you tell them the truth, then there's nothing, you can't get in trouble. You're not doing anything wrong. Right. No. And then they can make a decision if they want to continue based off of your answer or not. Right. Right. I I just feel like if a lot of girls, at least a lot of my girlfriends get caught into the trap of like, if a guy tells you that they're not looking for something serious, but the girl is, the girl will still stay and still keep trying to pursue the guy and... I mean, you can't get mad when a tiger tells you it's a tiger and then it bites you. Right. So, Definitely. I and I think it comes with time. For me, it yes. took time. <laughs> oh, it took like, me tons of time. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be like, okay, he told you from the beginning Yay. and you still didn't listen. So learn your lesson and move on. Like yeah. I had this one guy on Bumble and I think he's probably the one who taught me the lesson. He told me straight up. He's like, I'm just looking for a hookup. And I was like, I can change his mind. Right. Like, I'm so cute. He'll change his mind. <laughs> and um, we went on a date and then he was like, do you want to go back to my apartment? I was like, no. And he was like, Okay. And then never talk to me again. <laughs> and, and, like, I was so upset at him. And right. I think I finally had a friend who was like, he told you. Like, yeah. you're not that special. You're right. not going to change his mind. But I am. But you really are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. It takes time and, you know, a lot of trial and error kind of thing. Absolutely. Totally fair. So you did talk about how you're usually the aggressor, yes. right? So I'm very much the aggressor sometimes, right? I'm I'm just very open and honest and forward. And if I like somebody, I'm going to tell them. Absolutely. I will ask you out on a date. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm that person. And some guys don't like that. They don't. So for you, you're not a traditional dater. Are you more of like, let him chase you? Like, what are your thoughts um, now on that? Not, like, I know I'm blonde and blue-eyed and pretty basic, so, like, not <laughs> to so reinforce that, but, like, to quote Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. If you play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. Yes. And I full-heartedly believe in that quote, mm-hmm. because if you have to play a stupid game to get someone's attention, he's not worth it. He's not right. a prize to keep. Right. Like, if you have to be posting thirst traps to get his attention, you don't want his attention. 
And I mean, that's a lesson I did not, I was not born with that knowledge. That was something I had to learn through trial and error. Right. Um, But yeah, with that mentality, like, if I like you, I'm going to tell you. If I want to go on a date with you, I'm going to go on a, I'm going to ask you out. If I think you're cute, I'm going to tell you you're cute. Right. Um, If I don't, I don't. And I'm not going to probably like keep dating you. But (laughs) how does that look for you? Like have guys, do have you met guys who are comfortable with that? Or like guys that are just like, I know I've stumped guys, right? Like I'll be like, go out with me and they're like, won't talk to me ever again. Like what just happened? Absolutely. So a lot of the times I try to say, or are you going to ask me out or not? Yeah. Especially on apps. I don't really like, te- I'm a really bad texter and I'm just like not great on my phone. So I would much rather meet quickly. Um, so I appreciate like if we're in a couple messages in and it's going well and you yeah. like haven't asked me any weird questions yet. Um, I appreciate it if I'm like, hey, do you want to go meet for a drink tomorrow? Do you want to go on dinner? Like right. what do you want to do? Um, I have no problem asking that very quickly. I'd say about 50% of the guys are like, oh, yeah, like, let's do it, blah, 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 and are right. responding positive, and then the other half just, like, don't respond. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> that I think I think that's about right. I think for me it's about the same, where the guys are just like, yeah, sure, and then it's like, what happened? Yeah. You know? So it just depends. And I don't think it's a bad thing um, because some guys – I've learned that some guys are just very okay with it and some guys are not, you know? Yeah. I've had guys that, like, I will talk to them. I'll be the one that initiates everything and, like, try to go out with them and they don't really, like, respond. But then months later when it was their idea, oh, let's yeah. go out. Let's meet up. And I'm like, okay, yeah. It's like, okay, now. Now the ball's in there. Yeah. yeah. So if that happens, definitely. And, you know, and then it just kind of goes 50-50. Like, some guys will follow through and some won't. And I do try to pay attention to not making sure that I'm the only one planning things, which is a trap I've also fallen into. Because I feel like there are a lot of guys that are just, not to be negative, but just to be lazy. And they're not, like, if you're there, they'll just keep dating you, but they have no interest in it. Right. So trying to weed those out is really Definitely. It's definitely something that I've learned also, where, like, if I plan the first date, then I'll kind of sit back and wait for that person to come back and, like, on the next one, they're the ones that are planning. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I've definitely learned that. I don't believe in not, like, I don't believe in waiting for them to text you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know there are probably lots of girls who are like, this works for me, and that's great if it does, but if I want to text you, I'm going to text you. I'm not going to wait three days I don't know whatever the- yes the rules are yeah I know there's so many rules exactly and, and definitely at the beginning I was following them right because I so oh, 100% yeah I mean I had not been I had not been on a date since I was 18 because absolutely you know, I was 18 <laughs> when I met my ex-husband and I got divorced when I was 37 so you know it was all that time and I came out and I was like what are all these rules? Like, why do I have to wait three days? Why do I have to not text him? Why? Do... So it takes time. Yeah. And it, again, <laughs> this is all knowledge from experience. None that of for this sure. is just like, I didn't walk out as a pro. Right. right. <laughs> so are you currently on any dating apps? I'm on them all. <laughs> <laughs> so what are all? So I usually use Bumble. Okay. I've tried like, I think I did Hinge for like a minute, Facebook dating and... Um... Facebook dating is terrifying. Truly horrendous yes all of it it's i will not good. never <laughs> recommend it i get matches with so many men without teeth and like i get it not everyone has teeth i'm not here to judge you but with like no teeth yeah no and i'm just like could you just not i don't know like maybe find a better picture i don't know right if you don't have teeth like i'm not trying to judge you life is hard for some people i get it but like i don't know i just 
Yeah. And they're also all, like, 56. Yeah, I've gotten some weird matches for sure on Facebook dating. I know that um, maybe one, maybe one or two, like, good candidates have come from there that, that like, I talked to. And you're on the, like... Yeah, but it's it's just, like, one or two in, like... Absolutely, like, 3,000. Hundreds, yeah, so... So definitely, yeah, Facebook dating was not my thing. No, and I think I'm still on there because I'll randomly get, like, updates being like, yeah. so a match with you, and I'll go look, and I'm like, where are the teeth? I don't understand. <laughs> That's so what's your favorite one? Um, So I bounce heavily probably between Bubble and Hinge. Okay. Um, So Hinge, I think you get better quality. Like, okay. the guys that I found tend to be more wanting to be in a relationship, okay. but there are fewer of them. Um, While on Bumble, there's obviously, like, st- thousands of guys. Mm-hmm. So I go on more dates with Bumble guys, but I go on better dates with Hinge guys. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that one yet. Yeah. That's interesting. And so... I'm as- actually banned from Tinder, though. Why? Well, uh, <laughs> You TikTok someone? <laughs> no. Uh, I am... Um, during quarantine... I have a one of those blow-up dinosaur costumes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I made a Tinder for her. And um, she actually got more swipes than I ever did. That is so <laughs> Which, like, funny. wasn't great for my self-esteem. But um, <laughs> I did that. And apparently you're not allowed to dress up as a prehistoric uh, dinosaur. And be on Tinder. Yeah. It's not allowed. No, they got... I got banned. And, like, <laughs> I know. And I... For... I never had been on Tinder. It would never have been, like, an app because everyone says it's just for hookups. Right. And so I never wanted to do it. But then I keep seeing these TikToks of people who, like, met on Tinder are now engaged. So then I tried to re-download it, and they were like, you're a threat to our community. Oh, <laughs> oh well. So, they don't like that. I'm sorry, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag Tinder. <laughs> um, okay, so one of my favorite questions, who pays on the first date? Great question. <laughs> I feel like this is the never-ending debate question. Right. So I, my mentality is I've, n- I will never go anywhere without the expectation that I can provide for myself, that I can pay for myself. Right. Absolutely. I, I assume the guy's going to pay mm-hmm. with that. I always offer mm-hmm. and it's always an intent. It's always an actual offer. It's a genuine, like if they ask, if they want to split it with me, I have no issue. I won't hold it against them. Um, but with that being said, I do kind of automatically assume most guys will pay for it. Mm-hmm. And with that, I always try to pay for the second date. Oh, okay. But also, if I know that there's not going to be a first date, then I really, A second really, date? Or a second date, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if we're on the first date and I already know that this is not going to go to a second one, I really try to pay for myself because I don't think it's really fair to the guy. Yeah, and I've talked about that before. Like, if I don't really feel a connection with them and I, I already know there's not going to be, I definitely try to split it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not fair if, like, because my idea is they're paying for that date with, and not that, like, anyone owes anyone if they pay for a date right, or anything. Right, right. But they're paying – I view it as, like, an investment, and they're investing to go on a second date with you. Um, but if I know there's not going to be a second date, it's not fair for them. Right. And, it's, I mean, I try to go on more low-key places. Like, I'm not trying to go to really expensive restaurants or right. anything for a first date. Right. But it's still not fair. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy to pay, but I'd say probably 99% of my dates, the guys – for the we'll first pay. one. Yeah. But then I really, really try and pay for right, the second one. Right, Um, What about buying drinks? Like, if you're out in a bar, I've had that where, like, a guy <laughs> came up to me one time and it was a total fucking line, right? Like, I shouldn't have done it, but he was like, you look like a very strong, independent woman who wouldn't let anyone pay for Hell their yeah. drinks. And I was like, fuck yes, and let me buy you a drink. Oh, you my know? God. I was, what a genius I was man. Yeah. And so I bought him a Please, drink. Maybe we I'll hung out. <laughs> 
we hung out and you know we talked for a while but that was his line that was genius that's the smartest (laughs) man in america i hope everyone who's listening to this now does that because i would totally buy into that also yeah no i don't i've been a couple tequilas in and he came at me i was like hell yeah i'm an independent strong woman i'm gonna pay for your drinks too absolutely you give me a compliment oh my god i'm the worst at a bar like if you flatter me we're buying i'm buying you a shot right right like I think it was at a bar a couple of weeks ago. Or I guess it was actually before quarantine, so it was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, like, this guy just, he was like, oh, my God, I love your hair. And I was like, all right, guess you just got two shots. Aw, like, that is so I'm a really big sucker cute. for compliments. <laughs> I guess me too. When's your birthday? Yeah, November 30th. Oh, no. I'm like, I'm a June baby. I'm a cancer. <laughs> okay. I think I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah, I think so. I'd like to get more into horoscopes yeah but no i mean if any if any gentlemen want to buy my drinks at a bar like you know, oh no definitely girl that, yeah. say no. <laughs> no i don't say no. no it's rare when i buy a guy a drink that was my first time two years ago no and, that could be in his genius yeah so i rarely do it now I mean, unless i'm <laughs> use that line yeah on older women because he was younger so Perfect. yeah he totally knew how to compliment me younger men are smart it's <laughs> terrifying but horribly um is a coffee date a date I actually don't drink coffee. Okay. Um. So I get hot chocolate, and <laughs> I do consider it a date. Okay. Like meeting um, at a coffee shop and, for a first you know, date. Yeah. I mean, if we're like several dates in, no. Okay. Um, but yeah, for a first date, I mean, dates are expensive. Yeah. And like, if you're a guy and you're trying to date as often as I'm trying to date, like, it's not fair for them to expect to ball out like a hundred dollars every single date. Right. Right. So yeah, no, I think coffee dates are fine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm okay with it. Yeah, there's some women who are like not, you know, very no. fans of it. Um, I mean, especially if the guy plans it, right? I honestly, it's more the fact that they put effort into it. Yeah, I don't know. My standards are like low and high. They're, like, <laughs> it depends on the situation. Yeah, <laughs> if you have teeth, absolutely. <laughs> if you, like if you have some baseline things, my standards for you are a lot lower. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, next question is: Is sex important? Uh, like. In general. Oh, yeah. Of and course. So we always talk about it because um, it's about this whole, like, you know, if you really like someone, like, there's certain things that maybe might not matter, right? In the long run, we I was just talking about it yesterday, that in the end, the sex is going to be important because it's a final kind of connection, you know? Yeah. It's that one that's going to last you. Right. Hopefully. And, you know, well, Yeah. <laughs> And then I just started watching Bridgerton. Okay, I haven't started it. Okay, okay. So, anyway, so with that, I was like, okay, I need to start thinking about, like, is sex really important to me or not? Because in that, in, you know, the old times, like, it was like people got arranged marriages and, or had arranged marriages, and I guess the sex really didn't matter, right? It was more about the families and how they connected and stuff. Um, But, yeah, so for me, sex is important, but I'm like, there has to be also that, like, you know, outside kind of connection where we connect on emotional, oh, you know, absolutely. intellectual. No, sex is... And I think sex is just like that missing part, right? Absolutely. That if it works, makes it even better. I mean, I think you need to be... I think there needs to be chemistry. Right. Like, sexual chemistry, but definitely way more important is, like, your values aligning and, right. you know, your goals and things like that are definitely. far exceeding Yeah, yeah. That. Um. But, I mean, it's definitely a factor. Right. I think I think both parties need to be on the same page in yeah. terms of, like, what they're expecting. Yeah, there has to be an overall connection, I feel, for me. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so, what is your biggest, aside from the teeth, what is your <laughs> biggest deal breaker? Oh, man. Um, well, I would say in today's 
political climate. Um, you know, someone who doesn't respect women and doesn't respect minorities and doesn't respect, um, I mean, those basic values, right. you know, someone who needs to be tolerant of LGBTQI, all, yeah, all yeah. that, yeah. I'm just someone who's tolerant of just basic human rights, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. seems to be like a big ask sometimes. Yeah. Um, that's my probably biggest deal breaker. Yeah. No, I like that. Definitely. Again, it just goes back to aligning with like your values and your Absolute. morals and ethics yeah. and everything that you stand for. Because if you're pro-women's rights and pro-women having equal pay and everything like that, then chances are we're going to agree on a lot of more things. Right. But if you don't then chances are we're not going to agree. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I was talking to this one guy, not that we were talking like on a dating level, we kind of became friends and it just, I felt like there was always this constant struggle between him and I, when it would get to that kind of conversation of like politics and Mm -hmm. like the climate and stuff, the political climate. And at the end of the day, I ended up like just unfollowing him, you know, didn't block him or anything, but I was like, you know what, for my own sanity, I felt like I was constantly having to explain myself, constantly trying to defend my opinions. And I was like, no, this is not going to work. Absolutely like, not. I can't be in that place. You're stressing me out yeah. for no reason. And it shouldn't be this hard. I mean, obviously, since I work within that realm, I'm pretty knowledgeable on it. Right. And I'm open to all kinds of discussions. Like, we do not have to line up completely politically. Like, you could vote for a completely different person for me. But as long as you can have a respectful conversation, and as long as your reasoning behind that isn't based in stupidity, then I'm totally fine with that. Like, I have most of my friends voted very differently than I did. Right. I love them and I support them. And, you know, I mean, I think that's fine. Right. I mean, I'm a very emotional, kind of passionate person, right? So definitely if I can have a smart debate with you and you're not, like, truly trying to offend me and, you know, be Absolutely. That, Don't know, belittle me. Exactly. So I can do that. We can have a smart conversation, right? And I can debate and with I you And I like all day. those, actually. Yeah, exactly. Because it shows you that you're a little bit deeper than, you know, the surface level. So yeah. for me, definitely. But it, it there's limits on that. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I also like when someone... I mean, I like engaging with people who have different views than I do. Because there's always a chance they're going to show me something that I didn't know. Right. Or they're going to educate me. And I'm always looking to be educated. Definitely. Um, but if you insult me or if you try to talk down to me or if you try to raise your voice at me, I'm automat- I'm not having this conversation with you right. anymore. Because right. I know we're no longer on the same level. Right. Definitely. So uh, the opposite of that, what are your top three qualities that you're looking for in a oh, guy? Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I'm looking for long-term, someone who wants kids, mm-hmm. um, someone who wants to get married, um, and preferably someone who lives here in Houston, but that's okay. not, like, I break that. It's not that, a must. No, right. I break that almost all the time, so. <laughs> so you have a lot of long-distance relationships? I'd say most of my relationships have been long-distance. Oh, wow. It'd be cool to have, like, a Houston, I mean, I've dated guys in Houston, and I've had relationships with guys in Houston, but I'd say my more serious ones have always been long okay. distance. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So how do you meet, online? Yeah. Okay. Um, generally, or they're either traveling through Houston, um, which is kind of frustrating. Right. Um, I've had a couple of those that I connect with on, like, Bumble. Yes. It's like, I'm not from here. I'm like, shit. I'm not here to show you around. Yeah. No. I'm not your two. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, But, yeah, you're, I'll be in a different city, and we'll connect. And then if there's a connection, I, you know, I don't mind 
traveling and right um I'm a pretty socially busy person right. so honestly someone being long distance isn't that big of a deal right because I'm just naturally busy right that's good that's fine yeah. and you did talk a little bit um in our messaging about you're writing a book I am yeah so I wanted you to kind of talk a little <laughs> oh, bit about that you. if you could sure yeah um, so I'm just writing a book about my dating experiences and my thought processes on dating. And um, I started it was a quarantine project, and I've kind of put it on hold for a little bit. But um, my resolution is to get it Amazon published by awesome. the end of the year. So you have it complete already? Is your book completely I'm written? I'm halfway done. Okay, okay. And then I'd like to add a lot more, and then I think I'm going to edit some. So okay. I definitely have about six more months of right. work on it. <laughs> right. And so your research is all coming from your own experiences. About 90% of it. Okay. Some of it is from um, others. Like Talking friends. to other people, right. Yeah, absolutely, okay. and they're always great sources. Right. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my podcast came from a quarantine date that I had at a Perfect. coffee shop. And I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. And now four months later, it's, like, totally blown up, which is fun for me, Yay! right? So, so yeah, definitely good luck. Cause it's I, always good I when your see passion that. projects, like, yeah. take, I didn't life. think it would, but it did. I'm trying, fine. Oh, so I guess the funniest date yes. came to me. So um, I went on a date with a guy, and he seemed perfect. I mean, I'm pretty sure I told every single person I knew that we About were going to get married. And that, that's the other flaw, is I yes. don't, I, I, for a long time when I first started dating, seriously, I told all my friends every single time I went on a date, every single time I matched with someone, and then it was always disappointing to be like, oh, well, no, he, like, ghosted me. So. Yeah, yeah. There's a TikTok about it. Have you seen it where the girl's, like, all happy and excited and, like, two? it says two weeks later she's, like, drunk and, like, oh, that didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it happens to all of us, by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> so, eventually, I just don't tell anyone mm-hmm. anything because it's just easier. Exactly. Um, and then, like, I'll just show up with a guy and they'll be like, are you wow. dating? And I'm like, yeah, no. Like, we're pretty serious. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, yeah, so I was on a date with this guy. I thought everything was going really well. And um, at the end of the night, he, like, walked me to my car, and he, like, brushed my hair out of my face. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a movie. I'm so lucky. Like, this is what I'm going to tell my kids. And he, like, gave me a kiss, and he pulls away, and he goes, yeah, I'm definitely gay. <gasps> and I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, my goodness. I was so hurt. Yeah, <laughs> that you were, like, his, like, kind of test, test? date? apparently I failed. Oh, you failed. No, you didn't. I mean, he was gay. There's nothing you could do about no, it. No, absolutely. And, I mean, he apologized, but it was just, like, uh, yeah, poor no. timing. Yeah. Um, I guess another one, I have a lot. Um, <laughs> like, this one was just kind of weird. I was on a date with a guy, and, like, we were both pretty drunk because we went to a bar and just were having a really great time. And, like, probably an hour and a half in, he turns to me and he was like, can we take a picture? And I was like, yes, we can show our kids, which is, like, not what you should say. Right. Um, Should not tell a guy we can show our kids. And he just, like, laughed about it. And so we took a picture, and then he, like, I saw him, like, pull up his phone, and he, like, texted it to someone. And I was like, who'd you just send that picture to? And he was like, don't worry about it, baby. And um, I was like, okay, great. And then, like, his phone blew up. It started, like, ringing nonstop. All these text messages from, like, just this number didn't have a name. And I was like, someone is blowing you up like what's going on and he was like oh yeah that's my ex-girlfriend i just sent her a picture of us no and i was like oh oh my goodness i didn't know if it was a compliment that i was like 
pretty enough right, right, to right. make someone <laughs> jealous, but I was also very insulted. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. He's using you. He was absolutely for using no reason. me. Yeah. Um, that sucks. I'm a very big sucker for compliments, though. <laughs> like, if a guy tells me I'm pretty, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're getting married. I've learned not to, you're, yeah, no, I've learned not to be that way anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to probably get better about that, but. That's funny. Thank happens. you so much Absolutely, for thank you for sharing. having me. And so, you don't want anybody to contact you on social media. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no. No, okay. I mean, you can, like, if. I don't know. Yeah. I usually can, tag you on, like, my post. Yeah, you can tag yeah. me. And then so, on 51st dates and so, yeah. If you slide into my DMs, I respond well to compliments. So. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get uh, screenshotted. Just no, know. No, <laughs> don't be. You'll end up on TikTok. Don't be that person. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you to MK for sharing with us today.